This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. Seattle Public Utilities is asking business and residents to reduce their water usage as water reservoirs are currently below average levels. And with more top of the issue is SPU Water Conservation Manager, Anna Dyer. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Anna, the average person in our listening audience uh, right now might be wondering why you all are asking people to reduce their water usage, especially since Seattle is known for rain and we're in the middle of the fall when it typically rains pretty frequently in the Seattle area. Uh, so can you explain uh, to us what's going on with our water supply uh, that you all are asking people to reduce their water usage? Sure. So we're asking folks to voluntarily cut back on their water usage to help stretch our supply until the sustained fall rains return to replenish those mountain reservoirs. And we're very happy that it's raining right now. The rain's been great, and it's definitely helping out our situation. But the issue is, is that we've had a really dry summer. On average, we get about 26 inches of rain from May to October, and this year we've gotten closer to 10. We're also looking ahead months using forecasts and models to kind of estimate what our reservoir conditions are going to be. And we're in an El Nino year, which means we might have um, hotter and drier falls than typical. And that's the scenario that we're planning for right now. So despite the fact that it's currently raining, it's really important that our customers use less water, and that's going to help stretch the water we currently have until we get the, the fall rains really return in earnest um, and keep replenishing our reservoirs through the winter. All right. Now, who are you all targeting with this uh, reduction in uses? Are you looking at individual families, and um, how does this apply to businesses and other large uh, water consumers like apartment buildings and things of that nature? Yeah, so we're asking everybody to um, step up and do something. It includes residents, uh, whether you live in an apartment or a townhome or a single-family home, businesses, schools, government. Um, everybody can do something to save water. And All I'll right. add, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I'll add that we're really lucky here in Seattle. Our residents are already really good at water conservation. Right now, we use the same amount of water that we did in the 1950s as a region, despite our population doubling. So we know that um, folks are already really good at using water wisely at home and in their businesses. We just need folks to do a little bit more right now. And how long do you guys anticipate, um, you know, had, having the voluntary uh, conservation and efforts in place? Yeah, I wish we had a firm date for, for which this would be over. I know everyone would appreciate it, um, but it, it's a little bit more complicated than that. We're waiting until 
the rains are really sustained and replenishing our reservoirs. Typically, the sustained rains come back mid-October, but again, because we have those El Nino conditions this year, we're um, you know concerned that it might take a little bit longer. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that people can do to reduce their uses because you know, many people are probably thinking to themselves that, you know, that it might be very hard for them to reduce their water consumption. Yeah, every household uses water differently. Um, and so everybody's capacity to save and the ways that they can save are different. So I just encourage folks to pick a few ways that work for your family, for your household, your lifestyle, and kind of focus on those. But some of the top ways to save water are to um, take shorter or fewer showers. If you're still watering your lawn, definitely stop. Um, check for leaks, especially running toilets. A running toilet can use as much water as taking 15 showers a day. Um, so if you have a leaky or running toilet, we definitely want folks to address that right away. And then just other things like just using water wisely, you know, being mindful of how long you're leaving the tap running, washing full loads in your washer and dishwasher. Um, and we have a great website called savingwater.org where folks can go for lots more ideas about how to save water. Right. And then from a practical perspective, I mean, how, how does something like this impact the daily lives of some of the uh, customers that you guys have? I mean, do we need to use, and I, this might be a little extreme, but do we, should, you know, should, do we need to use cups of water to brush our teeth instead of having the water running? Do people need to figure out alternative methods when it comes to cooking, like baking, grilling, or frying instead of boiling things and or and should we start stocking up on bottled water from the store as opposed to drinking tap water yeah i, I mean no don't do that um <laughs> we there's no um you know we're preparing right now for a potential shortage we're in a voluntary phase so we're just asking folks to um look at you know your lifestyle looking for ways that you can pull back there's no need to stock up on water or to skimp on water for drinking cooking and hygiene Okay. And what about people who have vegetable gardens? Is it okay for them to water their gardens at this point in time, or are you seeking for them to kind of reduce water uses for that as well? Yeah, hopefully no one watered their veggie gardens last week, but um, it is okay to keep watering your vegetable gardens, new plantings, young trees. And we don't want those plants to die. They're important for other reasons. Um, but we are asking folks to pull back on watering more established plants like established perennials, bushes, mature trees, and then the lawn watering as well. Right. And, uh, Anna, um, you know, let's talk a little bit more, you know, long range and hopefully things that we don't um, get to if people um, and the weather all cooperate in the manner that you guys are hoping that they do. You know, what are some of the ramifications that might occur collectively as a community if we don't reach the targeted goals of consumption or the reduced um, goals of consumption? Yeah, so we're, um, right now we're looking to, like I mentioned, stretch our supply until those fall rains come back. And so I will say we're lucky folks in our region are very conscientious. We don't have to do this very often, but every time we do, um, folks cut back on their water use uh, really well. So we don't anticipate having to do anything besides, you know, asking folks to voluntarily reduce water use, and that should get us. Um, to the point where the rains come back and where we can let everyone know that this period is over. Right. And, Anna, this is this is a voluntary um, situation you guys are talking about right now. And it doesn't sound like it's as extreme as it has been in, 
in the past, you know, in the past, you know, I think some of these uh, reductions actually took place um, during the summer months, um, and they were asking people not to wash their cars or didn't wash their cars or to, you know, wash them while they're on their grass and things of that nature. Um, are we at the levels that um, normally would mandate something like that that we were kind of accustomed to a few years ago, which, or is this a, a lesser burden that we're looking at this time? And um, in terms of the, and I don't know if you have an exact number or something like that, but in terms of the amount of reduction that you guys are looking to save on a, I think it's a daily basis that you guys are looking on this, you know, what does that look like and what does that mean to the average person listening to, uh, to our conversation this morning? Yeah, so two questions. Um, you know, we don't, as I, I think I mentioned, we don't implement the plan very often. It, it is, you know, in the fall where we're implementing it now, outdoor water use is decreasing. Folks aren't washing their cars as often or watering their lawns. So we're asking for different sorts of water savings. Um, you know, it, it all still applies, but we are, it's going to be probably more indoor savings this time. So the, the shorter showers and the, the watching the tap versus um, when we've implemented in the past in the summer when there's different types of water use. Um, and then can you remind me what your second question was? It's <laughs> our goal. I remember. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So our goal, um, so as I mentioned, we have different patterns of water use in the summer versus the winter. In the summer, we use about twice as much water as we do kind of the baseline consumption level in the winter. And so right now, what we're trying to do is get down to those lower winter use levels as quickly as possible. And that's about 100 million gallons a day. Um, and we're already seeing um, good response. When we went asked, started asking folks to use less water, we were using about 150 million gallons a day. Um, and right now we're at about 130 million gallons a day. Um, so we're, we're on our way. Some of those savings are probably due just to the cooler weather. Um, when, when the weather cools down, folks kind of naturally use less water. Um, but we also know that our customers are responding to this call, and we really appreciate it. All right. Anna, I'm going to ask you once again uh, if you can provide our listening audience where uh, they can get more information about what they can do to reduce their water consumption. Yeah, please go to savingwater.org. You can find information on how to save water in your home and also get information on our latest supply updates. All right. Anna, last question before I let you go. Um, if people don't take away more than anything else from this conversation, what is the main thing that you want them to take away from this conversation and to think about uh, or their own personal calls to action? Yeah, I think um, even seemingly small everyday actions add up to make a difference. So just, if, you know, we all have a role to play. So just pick a way to save water or two or three, you know, that makes sense for you. And, and stick with those, and if we work together, we'll um, be able to stretch our supply for both people and fish until we get those reservoirs levels up and those sustained fall rains back. All right. Well, Anna, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Thank you for bringing this information um, to our community, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, people will answer the call um, to action, um, and we might wind up with a surplus instead of a deficit. That would be great. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend. All right. Thank you so much.